says in the Sefarim that Rosh Hashanah is a day what is called Malchias, the day of Hashem becoming the Melech from scratch as if the world's being rebuilt. And today Hashem is the Melech Olam. And therefore, when the avoid of the day of Rosh Hashanah is Malchias, so in the world of Malchias, we are the connection, the yachas, the relationship that we have with Hashem, that says avadim. And since the law is eved melech shemochal al kvoidoi in kvoidoi mochu, a king that uh, is mochel on his honor, it's not considered a mechila. So that's why we don't do vidui on Rosh Hashanah. However, on the Yom Kippur, we are Bebchilas Ben, like a son. The relationship, the Yachas between us and Hashem on Yom Kippurim is the Yachas of a son to the father. And the halacha is Av Shemochel al Kvoidoi, Kvoidoi Mochel. And that's why we do Vidui. On Yom Kippur. Again, this is going to be very deep, but let's just start slow. Got this? So the, the Svarim that write, big Sefarim that write, why on Rosh Hashanah do we not do Vidui, even though it's Aser Simei And why on Yom Kippur we do do Vidui? So they explain as follows. Rosh Hashanah is Malchis. Malchis means that the Yachas, the connection, the relationship, that we have with Hashem is Bibchinat Eved. Eved to a Melech. So a Melech, the halacha is Melech Shemochal al Kvoidoi Ein Kvoidoi Mochal. And therefore we're not asking Mechila from Hashem. Masha Enken on Yom Kippur. We are Bibchinas Ben, child. Avinu is our father, we're his child. So over here, Ben. Av shemochel al kvodai. If a father is mochel on his kavod, kavod machut, and that's why we can ask mechil on Yom Kippur. And if you look at the Meshachach, he goes so far to say that in Neila, which is the time that we are the closest to Hashem, which I'll try to give a gather to that in a minute, he says we're so close to Hashem at that point that Hashem at that point is judging you alone. He's not even using the best in Shomala. It's like you have a one-on-one with Hashem, Yechidus with the Melech, a one-on-one with Hashem. And even though the Gemara says that a person cannot truly get a kapor of Achil Hashem, but in the Eloh you can get a kapor of Achil Hashem because Hashem could be Michael on his covet. And if it's possible in the Eloh to even get kapora for the most severe of all sins, which is Chil Okay? But now, they take it one step further. And this is going to start being a Pesach to deeper understanding. Okay? So explain as follows. That a person's guf, the lowest part of his metzias, meaning his nefesh, the lowest part of his spiritual entity, which is attached to his body, the nefesh, the guf, okay? That's called Eved. That's the Eved Hashem. The Yachas with the lowest part, the Guf of the Adam, 
is the Adam's gulf is a ever to Hashem. The deeper and more pnimious and the, and the real you, which is your neshama, neshama is the chelik alekaimimal, bonimatem la Hashem alekechem. So therefore, the neshama is called the ben. Okay, you get this so far? So the avoider of Rosh Hashanah is more working with your guf, with your nefesh abahami, that you're going to follow the halachas and the dinim and the maisim. It's more attached to the body. And when you behave a certain way, and you're listening to Hashem to behave a certain way, that's avdus. You're doing avoider. Okay? And that's Rosh Hashanah. When Ram Kippur, with Bebchinas Ben, meaning Bebchinas Ben, that means the avoider of Yom HaKippurim is going to be more in the Neshama than in the Maisim, in the Guf. And that's why on Yom Kippur, we put the Guf to sleep, so to speak. On Yom Kippur, we're going to make the body go to sleep. We don't eat. We have the Chamesh Asinuyim. We're keeping the body out of the way. Because we're going to be making work with the neshama. I'm going to explain all this to you. But this is what it says in Sephardi. Okay? And really, Rabbi Yerina says this <clears throat> in his terms, not Kabbalistic terms. In his terms, he says that, I'm going to read you a little bit from Rabbi Yerina, that Hashem has tremendous mercy on his children. And his mercy on his children... <clears throat> that's the source of where all the kapara is coming from. Now he explains that the mercy on his children is in the neshama, not in the guf. Watch the Rabbi Yerina. He's talking about something called yogoin. Okay? So yogoin is like a higher level of harota. <clears throat> harota, a person has like remorse about what he did. Yagoin is a much deeper pain. They call it over here grief. Okay? That's the English word that they use for it. But it's a much deeper pain. Now watch what it says in Shari Tshuva, Shar Aleph, Oisud Gimel. Umadregas HaTshuva Ma'aloisel Afi Goidl HaMerirus Ve'oitzem HaYogon. The Madregas of Tshuva depend on the degree of one's bitterness and the intensity of one's grief over his sins. That's how it's translated. Now, where's that come from? Where's that feeling come from? That pain, that yogoin, that marirus, that bitterness, that grief is coming from where? A certain clarity that's coming from the clear thinking of the Seichel and the Taira of your Neshama. Okay? Now watch what he says. And he says, goes the whole thing, but then he explains why Hashem will give you Kapora if you have this. He says as follows. Ka'asher, he brings a Pasuk and he explains it. Ka'asher ya'atof v'yitzta'er haruach shuhum lefonai kihumin al-yoinim when a person's spirit feels the pain of the sins. And since the spirit comes from me, right, and the souls that I made also are in pain, at this point I will no longer be angry at the person for doing the sin. 
כי איך לא ארחם ואכון על נפש יקרה אשר ימי לפניי. For how could I not be merciful and not show favor to the precious spirit that comes from before me? Unishamot asher asiti, and the souls that I made. Yata. So he says, and then he goes on with this, but this is the point. The point that Rabbi Yen is making like this. He's talking about regular tshuva. He's not talking about Yom Kippur. But he says, in regular tshuva, if you could get to a point that you access your neshama, which I'm going to explain to you in a minute, and your neshama and your seichel, which is your ruach and your neshama, come to a certain understanding, conscious understanding about the behavior that you did, and because of it it's in pain. So Hashem says, how could I not have mercy on my child? And He brings a marshal. I forgot to read it to you. He brings a marshal. He says a marshal of a melech, he has much more compassion over his family than a subject that lives far away in his kingdom. So he basically is saying that since the neshama is a chelik alaykaim himal, since the neshama is a piece of Hashem, so to speak, it's like a ben, it's like his child, it's his family. So when his family is in pain over what they did, the king is going to be merciful and forgive them and be mechaper on them. You understand? So again, this concept is in Rabbeinu Yoyinu. The concept of the Rabbeinu Yoyinu is that when the tshuva process has reached the depth of a person where he realizes in his neshama, in his seichel, he feels the pain of what went on, that's when the mercy of Hashem is very strong. You got it? You understand that? So that's what we're saying. On Yom Kippur, that's what every Jew is. On Yom Kippur, you have a power to reach this level. This level, Rabbi Niyan is talking about as a regular person on a regular day. So he has to do Harata, Aziv Asachet, Kabbalah Laase, the Vidu, right? That's Tshuva. And then you can, if you're a very great person, you can reach a higher level. A level called Yogoin, which is a higher level, where you're accessing your Neshama and your Seichel. Which I'm explaining to you what that means in a second. But that's like a high level, and if you get to that high level, then you get mamish deeper and more cleansed out, right? So we're saying on Yom Kippur, that's every Jew standard. Because what happens is, in Yom Kippur, the body, the choymer is going to sleep. You're not eating, you're not drinking, you're not doing any of the bodily functions. And you're able to access the deeper part of your neshama, you have a certain clarity, a certain understanding, <clears throat> and from that place, that's where you're turning to Hashem for mercy, and from that place, Hashem is going to purify you, because you're His Ben. So if you reach the Madrigal's Ben, that's when you get the the, the Tshuva. Mashiach and Rosh Hashanah were not on such a high level. In Rosh Hashanah, we're all in the body still. We're in the world of the body. That's called the Eved. It's not Ben yet. On, on Yom Kippur, we reach the level of the Neshama. So let's try to say this in a practical way. Try to understand it. It's a very deep concepts, But let's try slowly, slowly to understand. It'll help us understand how to make the Vidui on uh, Yom Kippur. See, because basically, the way it works is as follows. A person was given a tremendous gift. 
And that's really the essence of the human being. The essence of the human being is that he is a chelik alaykaimimah. He is a piece of Hashem, however that means. But he is what the, what the Mishnah says, bonim atem la Hashem He's considered a ben. And a ben has the DNA of the father. The beno is karadavua. So we don't know how to picture this 100%, but we do know one thing, that a person is close to Hashem in a very deep way, that he is considered the ben of Hashem. Okay? That's... Now, the neshama itself has many levels to it, like five levels to it, which the Mekubolim explain that each one of the five tefillot on Yom Kippur you keep on going deeper and deeper into yourself. You're reaching a place in your neshama that's higher and higher and more closer to Hashem. But we'll leave Kabbalah on the side for a minute. We're just trying to explain to you. The avoider from Yom Kippur is going to be only in the neshama. It's going to be Bibchina's ben. That's where ben is. The lowest point of your spirituality is the nefesh, which is really connected to the body and connected to the nefesh abahami. Okay? So that's what happens. That's where all the behaviors take place. In your nefesh, in your guf. Everything is, ta- all the behaviors that you're doing take place in your guf. Okay? So now, when a person sins, okay, so he's making a kilkul in his nefesh. Okay? He's making a kilkul in his nefesh, and he can reach to a point where his nefesh could actually disconnect from his spiritual self, and his nefesh will go down to the ground like an animal and will not have any nitzchis. Okay? That means the, where is the creases chal? If a person goes entrenched in sin to the highest level and he deserves a complete disconnect, his nefesh from the rest of the chain, so that's creases is taking place in the nefesh, okay? The nefesh will no longer be linked to his ruach, to his neshama, to his chaya, yechida. He's not going to be connected to that. And therefore the nefesh will be finished. At the end of the life, it will go to the ground, it will be finished, okay? That's where the most strongest kilkel could take place. Obviously, if a person does an avera that's connected to his ruach, like with speech, not with maisa, it could damage, but it won't make it cut off. A person could do an Avera with his Neshama, which is connected to the Machshava, have bad thoughts, Minus, Apikarsis, whatever it is. It will make damage, but it can't cut it off. Cutting off is only in the Nefesh. Okay? Now, but the point is, let's just take it slow. The point is, if let's say you have a certain clarity and understanding about how dangerous of a situation you're in. You're about to have that your nefesh will be severed off from the rest of the neshama, right? Correct? That's like a certain clarity, a certain understanding. So Reb Chaim says, in Nefesh Achayim, he says that creates a yira. Because now you fear, you're afraid that you're now going to be cut off and lost from your connection with Hashem. And you're in the Shama, right? So that Yira, what does it do? That Yira is mavatl your Ritzonis and your Taivas. 
because now you're afraid of something. Every Jew naturally, deep, 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 deep within himself has a point where he doesn't want to be disconnected from Hashem. He doesn't want to be disconnected from the rest of his neshama. He doesn't want to be disconnected from Knesset Yisrael. He has that in him deep, very deep within inside himself, right? So when he comes to that realization that his behaviors and his way of living life and his running after Gashmir's or whatever it is and his Averis and all that thing is what's actually doing is disconnecting his nefesh from the rest of his neshama or it's making a kilkul in his uh, ruach or a kilkul in his neshama that he won't be able to be dovuk to Hashem in the right way when he gets to Shemaim. So that realization, that clarity is what creates fear. And Nefesh HaChaim says that fear is mevatl de Ratzin. So he brings a Rambam, which we all know, this Rambam, but the way the Rambam of the Lajna explains it, it's like a whole deeper understanding. He says a person doesn't want to divorce his wife, he's, and in a situation where he's chayv to divorce his wife, right? So Allah is, you're allowed to hit him until he says he's willing to divorce the wife, right? The problem is that a person has to divorce his wife willingly. The Ram says that openly in Hilchaz Gerishin, that you have to divorce your wife willingly. So usually when you beat somebody up, he's not willing to do it, he just doesn't want to get hit. So how does it create Ratzon? So the Rambam says, After this, per- this person wants the, his deep, deep, deep Ratzon is to want to be a Jew. And it's before in the Rambam, the way the Nefesh HaChaim for sure learns it up, is that he comes to a realization that this behavior is such a terrible behavior that this behavior will cause him to be disconnected from Klal Yisrael. And being that deep down he wants to be part of Klal Yisrael, so that yiro, that fear, the way the Nefesh Chaim explains it, the fear of losing his share in Klal Yisrael, that fear is mevatel, his rotzen, of his bad midot. Why does this guy not want to give his wife a gap? Maybe he's a Balgaiv, he's a narcissist, he doesn't want to lose a fight, he wants to be a tough guy, whatever it is, right? That's bad midot, that's his rotzen right now, he's not giving in. He's not losing a fight, right? And he's, he doesn't care, even if it means that he's going to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, who knows what, his whole life, he's not giving in, he's not breaking, right? That's bad midot. What's going to mevatel the bad midot? What's going to be the power that's going to break the bad midot? So the Rambam says, the yira, the yira to be disconnected from Klal Yisrael through this behavior is what's going to mevatel his rotson to be a bad person, to be a balgaiva and a fighter and a balmachloikas and a kas and whatever it is. And once it's mevatel that, all those bad midas, the male of the rotson to be to do the right thing, will push through, and I'll do the right thing. And this, the Nefesh Achayim brings into how tshuva works. Because basically, a person's nefesh, right, his nefesh abahami, his nefesh, the lowest part of his neshama connected to his nefesh abahami, has different interests. Doesn't have the interests of being, following the Torah, right? And that's the source for all the behavior problems, right? So when a person comes to a certain understanding, now that understanding is coming from higher than the nefesh. Because the nefesh is mikulkal already. The nefesh is messed up already. 
So where's that understanding coming from? A place that's higher, from your neshama, from your ruach. It's coming from a higher place. When the, that, that clear thinking that's coming from a higher place, the clear thinking tells you that what you're doing right now is disconnecting you from your nitzchiyas and being connected to Klal Yisrael, when you get that clarity, that creates a yira. And that yira that's created is mavatl all your taivas and all your retainers. And the middle of that switches, you understand? So, again, we have to continue, it's a long subject, but basically what we're trying to explain is that, in a nutshell, as Yom Kippur, you're able to have clarity from above. You have clarity from above your body, from above your behaviors, from a deeper realm of yourself, from the Ruach, from the Neshama, from parts of you that was not Mekulkal, much deeper parts of yourself that has clarity. And when it sees from that point of view, from that vantage point of view of clarity, what you actually did to yourself and the ramifications of what you did, that's mevatel yeratzen to do ra. And once it's mevatel yeratzen to do ra, it mechadishes in you a rotzen to come back to Hashem. Okay? We'll have to expound this tomorrow.